Radio Gag, the Gays Against Guns show. Prepare to gag, yeah. And we're back on the air, ladies right. and gentlemen, and everything in between. Good to see you, Good. Reggie. <laughs> yeah, great to see yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, likewise. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I get awesome. him to talk yeah. whenever I can. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's been, it feels like it's been a moment, and it feels like it's been a really, really long time since we've had the show and i know i was just i I was with uh sarah and we were celebrating one year and we were excited to be like okay this is everything that we've done and uh, just how it's affected our lives being able to share this information with with you um and listeners just hearing maybe stories they didn't hear in the news or at least maybe to a perspective that we have as gag that it's not being told to you yeah so for folks who may have just been tuning in for the first time ever, we are Radio Gag. We are Gays Against Guns. We are a an activist group who are working to shut down the epidemic of gun violence in the United States. We formed shortly after the Pulse Massacre, uh, June 12th, 2016. And we've been working ever since um, in collaboration with many other groups to end gun violence in this country um, in in many, many ways, and one of which is this listener-sponsored radio show. So thanks, as always, for tuning in. And we are going to tell you how to become a WBAI buddy. Uh, That's something that you can uh, contribute to the station in the name of Radio Gag. And that'll really help support us and um, not just the show, but also spreading the word to everyone else. Uh, you, you, you can be proud and say, hey, you know, I support WBAI. Have you heard Radio Gag? Uh, and when you're in conversations with other people, you can get the information uh, across. A lot of people have asked me over and over as an activist, last, well, what can I do? I'm like, fine, you don't have to take to the streets, but support something that activists do. And mm-hmm. right now, Radio Gag is, I think... The, the way to, uh, for us to reach as many people as possible um, and then for them to tune in and, and see one of the things some of the things that we do online if you can't come into our our uh, any of our activities you can definitely see what we've done share it uh, but right now um, right now we're just so happy to be in the room we're just going to talk about radio gag I think <laughs> <laughs> so um, basically yeah so you know there's several ways you can do this you can text. Uh, WBAI to the number 41444 that's 41444 um, which is apparently in Chinese 4 is a very unlucky number as my ex told me one time because <laughs> say in Cantonese it means 4 um, which also means death so that's no good but <laughs> what is good <laughs> Ty's just looking at me like okay really dark I'm trying to come up with an unlucky number somewhere else in the world that you know what that doesn't matter I'm just going to let you continue apparently to tell though, and twos are really good you're going to get lots of money I had an 8-2 number when I lived in San Francisco and uh, you know well I didn't make a lot of money but you know I was happy I like 23 23 is my number Um, but anyway 25 (laughs) is the number that you can become a WBAI buddy for so basically the way it works is 25 what? dollars okay I can add I can add 2 to 23 yeah so you know you basically commit to it's like subscribing to Netflix or any of these other you know you're, you're going to give a bit of money every month you know which in this day and age in New York City is probably the equivalent of a sandwich and a cup of coffee and in return a hot sandwich <laughs> they will heat that for you for the money but the thing is you know here on Radio Gag we have a team of like about 20 or 30 people who are all volunteers and each week as you all know we bring in a different show on a different topic when we started this a year ago we were like okay we want to be themed we want to have something every week that's going to be you know gun violence prevention related but it's going to be thematic and we're like okay that's going to last about three weeks but when you go back through our past shows it's crazy to see how 
just the response. Well, the responses to political things that are going on uh, yeah. brings up news every uh, week. Uh, responses to shootings in our country brings news. Uh, marginalized people that are being uh, eradicated, as far as I'm concerned, because of gun violence. All of these issues of self-defense. We've brought up different holidays, like Veterans Day just came, and we were also talking about. Uh, PTSD for PTSD awareness. Uh So we've had a lot of things we're trying to tie in on how everyone is affected by this, even though it took uh, 49 uh, people at a a gay bar to be killed to bring gag together. uh, We want everyone to not be shot. I don't. I don't see why mm-hmm. there's an argument against us. Do you know what's so funny though? What we get? We, you know, we get trolled a lot, of course. You know, just because you know being gay, it's reason enough to be trolled still in 2019. But um, you know, on our Twitter and, and whatever, people are like, what's what's been what's been gay got to do with guns? <laughs> you know, like you really need a reason to not want people to get shot dead. Well, and I've also heard people like, we saved you. I'm like, I don't know you. Uh, <laughs> no, you basically give us the, the bare minimum of civil rights whenever you really, really had to. And by the way, the current administration is trying to take those back again. You know, on, on a slight tangent, you know, like I say, another thing about Radio Gag is we do mix in the gun violence from a very queer LGBTQ perspective, you know. So we're able to kind of, I think, from this viewpoint, really draw the dots between different things that are happening to different communities, you know. Um, we were down in D.C. there just recently because there's three cases now that are in front of the Supreme Court deciding whether or not, as queer people, we are allowed to keep our jobs or whether people can fire right. us, you know, which is just nuts. But, um, um, usually how we start uh, a show and certainly how we start our, our meetings uh, is to pay tribute to someone who's lost their life to gun violence, um, and that's the In Memoriam. So, yes, uh, do you want to do the Jordan Kofor? Sure. We're going to do this. Correct. Um, And before I do, just to let you know, on Instagram, uh, which is also linked to our Facebook page all month, because this is um, Trans Awareness Month, we'll be talking about that later, Uh, we have one individual a day uh, that has been killed by gun violence. And um, right now we are uh, memorializing Jordan Coffer. Jordan Coffer was 22 and was shot and killed August 4th. He was a victim of the 2019 Dayton, Ohio shooting. Jordan, one of the first victims, was also the sibling of the shooter, making his death fratricide. Jordan was a trans man, however, at the time of the shooting, he was not out at campus, and only a few of his close friends knew of his gender identity. Uh, Coffer was not out to his family, so because of this, many early reports misgendered and deadnamed him. It is unclear whether his sibling targeted him or not, or if so, uh, for what motive. One of Jordan's friends says that Jordan was my closest friend. He identified with he, him pronouns to people he trusted and knew would support him. Jordan was probably one of the sweetest people you would ever meet, a true saint, but he was also very scared constantly. He tried to give the best to everyone. Uh, As a reminder, the Dayton shooting... um, left nine dead, 17 that were also shot by the AR-15 style rifle. Plus, many people were injured just because of the shooting itself. Um, And that was the same week that we, same day, we had two mass shootings at that time. The other being in El Paso, yeah. The thing that's extraordinary about um, uh, Dayton is this, there were cops on the site 
Yeah, he. Yeah, they. The response to the shooter uh, was very quick, but still, we lost that many people. The guy was shooting for, I believe, thirty seconds. Right, and in that amount of time, that number of people were killed. And his sibling and him went into this location together. Um, they were actually drove there together. It's a very strange story. It's such that, a strange story. And the yeah. reason that I wanted to bring it up and I brought it up to Gag was because uh, one of the key things is that I say is dead naming and, and obviously misgendering. Um, if you look up an obituary, you tend to find out about someone's death within a day or two. And if someone doesn't come out until a couple of weeks uh, to give that person or give the, the police, for one, which tend to be one of the biggest problems is mm-hmm. that uh, they um, refuse to actually use the, the name that the victim uh, goes by or identifies as their gender. But also the family. In this case, you know, the family says they didn't know. Um, and, of course, they're not going to put the obituary in the name of, of, of a son when that's, you know, not who they thought they lost. And mm-hmm. of course this family lost two uh, children that day uh, or two um, family members. So for dead naming, it, it's, it's unfortunate because a lot of our job in, in gag is to memorialize the people lost to gun violence. And one of those things is human beings. And if you haven't seen those online, they are an all white figure uh, veiled, uh, and they hold a placard with the face and, and some information about someone lost to gun violence. And we hope that they take up the space. They're very quiet. Uh, I mean, it's a very quiet um, moment when you see these silent uh, protesters holding um, the the face of someone who, you know, should be with us. But when we do this with trans lives, um, it's extremely important that we get their names right and their gender right because we don't we want to not only just pay them service, but feel the complete uh, closeness that we can when we are human beings for someone and if unfortunately when people live and forced to live in some sort of sheltered or scared or lie um, it's not always it's always memorialized properly so that's one of the reasons we're yeah. doing this this month I think the dead naming and the misgendering is such a huge issue when it comes to violence against the trans community because another thing that happens is that it makes it really impossible for us to get a handle on the extent of the violence you know, we, we do not know really how many trans people are being killed because they're trans or because, you know, somebody was going out with them, having an affair with them or whatever. And then, as often happens, you know, basically disposes of them. Right. And, and because and they don't want to be found. Graphically out. horrible ways or or just dis- or dismissed, you know, like in the Baltimore, uh, the few Baltimore shootings that we had. Um, it was just one street that uh, people kept going through and, and, and killed two that were uh, friends, uh, two trans uh, women who were on the street um, late at night, but it's still one of those things where uh, I, I think if your government dismisses you, um, it, it, it fires up the wrong people. Yeah. Um, and right now, trans people are under attack from this government, and um, and I think it's being seen uh, with all the deaths we've had. We, we were going to... What number are we on? Unfortunately, I, don't, I hate bringing this. I think it's you know, true. as far you know, like I say, the statistics are hard to really put your finger on because of the misgendering and the dead naming. But we there's been at least twenty two right. uh, trans folks murdered in the U.S. just this year alone. And just to give you a perspective, the per- there's not in any every state other than the District of Columbia, every state trans people don't even represent a full percent mm-hmm. uh, of the population. Uh, so having 22 deaths of um, such a small marginalized group uh, is a, a huge impact on that community. And um, what we're also seeing is that the, pretty much, because um, like you said, we've been working on this memorial campaign on Instagram all week. 
Um, so a few of us have been putting together those stories. And what you also notice is that 99% of the trans women killed in this country are African-American. Right. It is, it is definitely... Um, and, and, that's, and that's what was different about Jordan because um, I think people can... I think people can mix a lot of the trans lives together as sort of something that doesn't affect them. They don't know what's going on with that community and they can kind of push it aside, uh, which is sort of the problem with um, marginalized people in general. But I mean, mm. I think because of these deaths, a lot of them can kind of just go, well, that's what sort of happens when you, you know, you live in that kind of situation and so forth. And I think it's a way to make themselves feel better and not and not actually know that this is an extreme attack on a certain type of person. Yeah, and also, you know, I mean, people just don't care. I mean, people are heartless and that they'll see a trans person dead and they don't think that that life is equal to their own life, you know, which is, you know, another... Okay, I was rambling and you came out exactly with what I was going to say. <laughs> but that's the truth of it, you right, know? Right. It's like, you know, trans lives matter, you know? Black trans lives and, matter. And, and on this soil, uh, they were revered. Uh, two spirits were, um, you know, considered... Uh, at, revered and honored uh and just who wouldn't want to celebrate more than one uh side of the of the, yeah. of the human experience exactly and yeah we're dealing with this boiled down ridiculous kind of patriarchal creation of gender which is now it's the only it's the only thing that we affected wrong with this country right when we came <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i do want to mention is that the new york transgender advocacy group and gays against guns um like I say, running this campaign, I'd really love you all to check it out on Instagram. Um, Gaze Against Guns NY is the Instagram handle. And every day we are honoring the member, the memory of uh, somebody who's been lost to gun violence this uh, year, building up to uh, November 20th at six o'clock down at the Christopher Street Pier. Um, uh, Night Tag are having a vigil for those lives lost and everybody's very welcome to attend and there's full information on that. Both and, on and all uh, trans lives will be represented that have been killed um, this year. Uh, it's not just um, not ones killed by gun violence, but the majority have been uh, killed by gun violence. Yeah, well, it's like when you've got 360 million guns in a country and a ton of bigotry and deep-seated racism and transphobia. What are you going to get, you know? Um, you know, I just want to mention as well, I mean, this is really part of why we do this work here on BAI, why we show up every week and why our, you know, our little cabal of, you know, 25 radio gaggers, as we call ourselves, do this research and, you know, this volunteer group every week coming in. And, you know, we're happy to do this for free, obviously, but BAI cannot... <laughs> operate in a vacuum so again i just you know if you're if you're a regular listener to our show or even if it's just you've just turned in for the first time you know the, the work we're doing here at, at this these intersections of, of gun violence and, and all different types of politics you know a ton of research and, and our own time goes into this and just to if you could you know just sign up to be a bai buddy in the name of Radio Gag, that would mean so much to us because it's really the difference between keeping us on air and not keeping us on air. And it should be something you can brag about to a certain extent because you're going to, this is the, this is the topic of the year uh, as far as, you know, politics is concerned. Mm -hmm. And people are going to be forcing the worst uh, answers you could possibly imagine to why there's so many mass shootings, why we have such a, a, um, 
an egregious amount of gun deaths. Uh, and they're going to come up with these really quick, easy answers for other people to say. And it's difficult to be an intellectual and difficult to come to a, a decision while you're fighting emotions because it's an emotional yeah. battle as well. And sometimes you have to turn and say, oh, gosh, I guess I was wrong. Or I guess. Yeah. So we're hoping to give out more information, especially this year, to you as a listener. And also so you can spread the word as well to which politicians are actually on. Uh, the side of gun violence prevention, uh, and it's not just um, it's not just on the national level as we saw in uh, in Virginia, um, in your hometown. Yeah. Yes, um, I don't know if the catalyst necessarily was the shooting uh, in Virginia Beach, but uh, I I I think people are pulling away from the NRA and pulling away from a Absolutely lot of the uh, ridiculous rhetoric that you get when it comes to gun, gun violence because it's not believable anymore it's not believable it's, oh this is just a one one time guy that got mad or this is just a you know they would have killed you with a bomb if they could have and it's like no we haven't had any bombs go yeah. off we've only had people shooting yeah so um anyway please listen to radio gag let me just be break down WBA the, buddy yeah this is exactly how you do it so there's, there's tons of ways you can mail us a check 388 <laughs> atlantic avenue brooklyn 11217 um, you can go to give to, that's the number two, give to wbai.org. Um, you can call in 516-620-3602. That's 516-620-3602. Or you can text WBAI to the number 41444. And obviously all this information is super easily available online at wbai.org. Which the site is... Uh Accessible and, and normal and back now. Up again. I call it normal. I don't know what to say it was before. Uh, what has been going on since we've been gone? Well, this all? is the thing. We were just talking about this. Even just in the short-ish time that we were out of air, just down the road from where we're sitting right now, there was a mass shooting in Brooklyn. Right. And I saw that on the news. How much? Not so much, right? You know, we were there and we were out there in Brownsville. Four guys were shot dead in a, like, in a social club. You know, and what was interesting because we were we went over with uh, uh, Borough President uh, Eric Adams for a vigil with the community that night. We brought our human beings to represent the lives lost, and we um, were kind of were just you know that day putting together the, the placards for the human beings. Um, I mean, what was incredible was like the misinformation in all the different news outlets. You know, the guys' names were wrong. They were spelled wrong. The times were wrong. It was like, no, you know, it's like people were just like getting this information, just like throwing it up on their website. And when, you know, it's like when you, like you were saying about, uh, you know, when we're representing the trans lives of the human beings, we really have a responsibility to dig in and find about those people's lives in, in detail and make sure that everything is correct, you know. And it's the same we do with our shows here, you know, that... So that's one thing that happened. There was a mass shooting in Kansas City in a bar. There was a mass shooting in Massachusetts. There was a mass shooting in Puerto Rico. You know, all in one week. Right. One week, you know. So, <laughs> so yes, a lot has happened that we would have reported on, but um, we, we also have, you know, good news uh, that's always coming in with uh with our show we always talk we try. about we talk, well we talk about any kind of upcoming change or at least a way um a little hope in uh a hope in the distance or a light in the distance yeah so oh, you're, you're going to tell me about the supreme court today is that what you were you were gearing up to talk, tell us about um because you know the um oh 
for... Uh, or am I totally making this up and putting words in your mouth? Well, I'm going to talk about the Supreme okay. Court then. <laughs> then let me put it this way. Paul, weren't we going to talk about the Supreme Court? Oh, uh, funny you ask, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> so, big news today was that... As many of you know, uh, some of the Sandy Hook families have been trying to take um, the people who made the guns that killed their families to court, right? And the court, the case had gone as far as the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court has now decided that it is not going to stop this lawsuit that was brought by the victims' families against Remington Arms Company, who made the semi-automatic rifles um, that were used in the mass shooting. So this is actually huge this is a huge blow to the gun industry because if the courts say that the people who make the guns are in some way responsible for the lives lost that changes everything right in the specifics of this particular um the particular case that made this unbelievable because you can certainly have a lot of emotion behind it and you can certainly uh, go behind it. like well yes this is their fault they created this but it's also really in how they sell it yeah um, militarizing it um, kind of putting you in the in the it, it lets you know you can kill as many people as possible yeah. is basically is what the ads uh, are and how it's how it's actually sold to some of these people so that's more of the, their way in I think yeah. is what they're trying to do is talk about like hey this is how you've sold it you've sold it as a weapon that is for mass murder. Yeah. I mean, it's not for anything else, you know? It's not for deer hunting. Nobody wants to eat a deer that's been shot by AR-15. I wouldn't think so, no. <laughs> deer mints? Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. So, so I mean, that's just Remington. Then you talk about Pulse, Sig Sauer and Locke. They were the weapons that were used in the Pulse massacre. You know, and then from there, you can talk about the investment companies that basically make money every time the gun stocks go up after each mass shooting. You can talk about Wells Fargo, who are the bank of the NRA. I'm hoping everybody who's listening in is aware of that. Wells Fargo no Wells Fargo is our campaign. Um, Cut your card in two this holiday season and do right. not use this bank because they have given millions to the gun industry, specifically since, since the Sandy Hook massacre. And a lot of people aren't aware of this. We brought this up um, a couple of months ago that even employees that we've come in contact with at Pride... Uh, had right no next idea. to us at Pride, we ended up marching beside Wells Fargo. There's no such Pride. thing as happenstance with gag. Um. <laughs> but no, it's true. It's like it's, and I think generally when people find out that information about Wells Fargo, they're really shocked. They're like, "What?" The, people don't think of banks as malevolent forces, you know. But when you, when the money is not in your house or in your pocketbook, you know, and it's in their coffers they are doing things with it right if people can get upset about a couple of cents of their tax dollars going to something that they wholeheartedly do not agree with then why wouldn't you do the same thing about your interest or yeah. <laughs> all the money that's in your bank like that's much more than for some reason taxes seems to really like drive it home with people like your tax money is going towards this yeah whereas this is a bank you can select you have the choice yeah. so it's it's not taxes taxes are are here. Your APR <laughs> funds the NRA, as we like yeah. to say in GAG, yeah. So, anyway, we are already starting to TikTok at a time here, folks. But, you know, once again, thank you so much to everybody who has just kind of stuck with us through this crazy, crazy time. As my Irish mother would say, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. <laughs> we are back on air. We're so glad to be back on air. And, just, and, I've, and I've had to try hard not to say the seven words... Uh, on the wall because I've been able to talk freely for so long without uh, um, the FCC being involved. I know. <laughs> and for an Irish person, that's hard too. So thank you. 
uh, Reggie. Thanks to everybody, all the staff at BAI for their Trojan work in getting us back on the air. Thank you, our listeners, for supporting us. If you can, one more little nudge for BAI buddies, please give us a little bit of help. We would so appreciate it. Everything was a struggle to get uh, back on the air, but it's going to continue to be it's one. Just because we're it's here ongoing. doesn't necessarily mean that everything is um, is, is solid. We, we have to keep fighting yeah. uh, for for this station and for uh, the information that we provide you. Okay, so thanks for listening, folks. We're going to sign out with Sing Out Louise, our political singing queer tet, with one for impeachment season. <laughs> My eyes have seen the story of the coming of the Trump With a slew of lies he mobilized the moron and the jump The country drank the Kool-Aid down and landed on its rump but we are marching on. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Yes, we are marching on. He's the cherry on the Sunday of the racist and the rich. So afraid to pay their taxes, they will scratch a fascist itch. They believe he's Mussolini, but he's only Putin's bitch. Now we are marching on. March! Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Yes, we are marching on. We will someday learn the lesson this catastrophe can teach. We will say goodbye to liars and the hatred that they preach. Yeah, we'll dance from coast to coast the day that Geo is impeached. Till then, we're marching on. March, march! Glory, glory, hallelujah! Glory, glory, hallelujah! Glory, glory, hallelujah! Yes, we 